0: Okay, we have uh, Attorney Joseph McBride. An honor, a pleasure to uh, meet you. My cousin actually knows you. Uh, I know a lot about you and not just the guys you're representing now. Uh, The reason why you got into this to begin with, uh, what a story and an honor, really, to uh, speak with you.
1: Thank you, Tommy. It's good to be here, man.
0: Could you have picked... uh, two different cases that couldn't be more controversial right now other than the trump you throw trump in that man you'd have the top three controversial cases in the planet
1: it's true it's true i mean you know as my mother would tell you my father it's the hard way or no way with me
0: yeah you got you got andrew and tristan tate and then you got the january 6 protesters i mean whoo
1: yes sir yes sir it's a lot of work but it's a worthwhile fight somebody's got to do it
0: Yeah, they picked a good guy. Now, you originally got into this because of your brother, Anthony, right?
1: Yes, yes. Uh, In 2005, my brother was wrongfully accused and then subsequently of a crime, convicted of a crime. He absolutely did not uh, commit. Um, You know, it destroyed my family temporarily. You know, I come from a good Catholic family. My mom and dad are the best of what America has to offer watching them go through this watching my brother go to jail i had to do something you know And i was a sh- street kid from from brooklyn uh who knew how to make money and who knew how to run a business and who was a hustler but i was no academic but i had to do something to help my brother so uh, i decided i would go to college and, to make, and, then go, and then go to law school to try to get him out it took me 10 years yeah. to get through that process and by the time i was done uh, and I was in a position to help my brother. He was like maxing out like the same month. I wasn't able to actually help him because it took so damn long. But I committed my life toward fighting for people, good people who had been unfairly targeted by the justice system for very personal reasons. Sort of some of the uh, the fuel in the tank and the fire in my belly when I step into a courtroom in, in, these, in these more difficult cases.
0: And probably one of, one of the very few lawyers you can actually trust nowadays that don't you write down a sentence and that's three grand.
1: It's an unfortunate reality of the situation. And, and uh, you know, uh, my clients are usually very grateful with how I build because I don't believe in doing that. It was done to me. It was done to us. I thought it was disgusting. And I'll never do it to anybody, no matter how rich or how poor the client.
0: And, and what did they charge your brother with that he sat that long for a case he didn't do?
1: It was child abuse. Jesus. Uh, yeah. You want to talk about going to jail for something you didn't do? Make a long story very short. Uh, My brother um, met a girl who uh, was messing up her kid. He didn't say anything. And when the cops came and said, hey, uh, we know what's going on here. We want you to testify against her. I'm not a rat. I won't do this. I won't do that. I love her. Fast forward six months. She cops the deal. She's facing 30 years flat. She cops the deal and blames my brother for the other half of it. She gets 15. My brother gets 15. That was the end of it. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Insane. My brother would never hurt a fly. Never mind a kid. It was horrible.
0: Well, uh, my thoughts got to brother, man. Sorry. Sorry. I had to go through that. We had uh, Shannon Briggs in uh, yesterday, the boxer. Sure. And we were just talking about he's done a lot of advocacy, too. And just imagine sitting in there for 10 years, 15 years, even longer, knowing you didn't do it, not knowing you didn't do anything. You're just there and, you know, your family left you and you got nobody.
1: You got nobody. It's, it's horrible. You know, it's crazy. Uh, you, you, you come, I become a lawyer and through the process, people learn my story and you learn about other people's stories and you find out that this stuff is not isolated. One of the guys who, who I used to work with, now he went to another firm He's doing well for himself. But him and I were working for an, uh, another firm before I went out on my own. And uh, his name is Marty Tancliffe, the guy from Long Island. Uh, he was accused of killing his mother and father. Did not do it. Went down for murder. Did 18 and a half years in Clinton Correctional. Worst Clinton. place. Nice Jewish oh kid from Long Island. And guess what? He didn't do it. After 18 years, 18 and a half years, he gets fully exonerated through DNA evidence. They find the guy. He sues, becomes a multimillionaire, goes to college, goes to law school, and now he's a professor at Georgetown teaching kids about wrongful conviction work. Twenty years of his life in the bang for nothing, mm-hmm. but look, a good thing came of it in the end.
0: Poor boy, tattooed so everybody could see uh, Mr. McBride's website. And uh, what a great guy! Uh, you know, when when like I was in court once, and I saw this. You know, I I. Been there with my friend, and my friend came out, and and we were talking with the lawyers, and this guy wasn't joking. It was in Scranton, Pennsylvania, and he said, I'm going to retire when I give out a million years. That's what he said, and he was was a federal uh, judge, and he did. He retired. He was like 70-something and retired then. As a lawyer, when, when you're going up against judges, and he was serious, man. You know, the guidelines would be, say, 60 months. He would give 210 and then, you know, you could appeal it and knock it down. But on his little chart, you know, he had 10, maybe it was 100,000 years. It was something just ridiculous. As, as a lawyer like yourself, and you're taking these heavy cases and so on, when you get a judge like that, what do you do?
1: You know, one of the things I think that makes me a little bit of a different defense attorney from other people, other than the situation with my brother, is um, despite having two real good parents, I'm a street guy. I grew up in the street. And uh, you know there was a lot of things I probably should have got jammed up for, but because I had I had two good parents and God was maybe looking out for me, um, I was smart enough to to sort of whittle my way out of uh, multiple situations. And I know that um, you know, had the situation gone left or right, it could have been me that get, that had been facing a lot of time in jail. And because of that. I have a lot of mercy and compassion uh, on, on people who come to me because because I get it, I understand life. Conversely, on the other side of that coin, you grew up with a lot of these guys who just hate life and they're just disgruntled, they were bullied or they're just downright evil, the girls didn't like them, they sucked in sports, whatever it was, and they get these jobs either as sometimes they're bad cops, other times they're bad teachers, lots of times they're bad judges. And they make it their life's mission to ruin everybody else's life because their life sucks. At the end of the day, I really don't have a better explanation than that. It's either they're evil or their life just sucks so bad that they want to project that suckiness onto everybody else's life. But it's a very unfortunate when it happens, I do my best to try to humanize my clients to these judges to the most extent that I can. But sometimes there's just no escaping it.
0: You know, I would have to fully agree with you because I, I've been in there, and I've noticed uh, when I used to live in South Philly, if, uh, if uh, George was a decent-looking guy, and he knew he had, like, a nice wife at home, probably a nice family. No, really. like you, It's true. He wasn't given – he would go be under the guidelines. He was just doing his 9 to 5. But then if you got some, you know, the guy that maybe – a street guy like you or us back in the day would throw a cupcake a cupcake at in the lunchroom. He's ready to go give fucking you know three thousand years and it, and when I look back and I think the fat ugly guy was just hitting that hammer like no tomorrow and the prosecutors but the good looking ones it, that you knew had like a, probably a hot wife they were just like
2: it happens oh, cool. it happens with teachers. it happens with teachers too like my my kids, my kids some of the stuff that happens at school it's like. They specifically target the football players. And and again, if you're being a dick, you're being a dick, you should do it. But they're not doing anything. And they just, because they were the teachers that got made fun of during school. And now they're taking it out on the people who made fun of them, I guess.
0: But what's great about uh, you, sir, is that you, you're you from the streets. I'd hire, man, I wish I would have thought of you. If I ever had a problem, I'm hiring you because you know how it is, you know? Uh, I do. So, so before we get into. Uh, your current case, I just want to ask you two things. One, what's your thoughts on, on the Tucker Carlson thing? And I bring this up because anybody on the planet who actually believes that Fox paid $700 million or whatever they said for derogatory slan- or slander. Is that what it was, yeah, slander? Awesome. $700 million for slander? Like anybody who believes that, in my eyes, has to have a hole in their head.
1: Sure. So I, I think that Fox News completely sold out. Um, To the powers uh, that be that they were told as as a part of bringing coming back into the fold of legacy media that that Tucker Carlson needed to go before the next election cycle fully took off. Uh, They wanted to silence him. They wanted to get rid of him. They come up with all these things. What Tucker Carlson did was he spoke the truth when nobody else had the stones to do it, and he spoke it with a lot of force, with a lot of power, with a lot of education, and with a lot of everything else. He's brilliant, maybe the best in the world at what he does. And somebody like that who's your breadwinner, who's your ace on your team, who's the guy you want to sign to a a lifetime contract, You, you cut him from the team, it doesn't make any sense everybody knows why it happened and uh you know they, they they essentially sold their soul but what they did in in that process was they ensured their own demise fox news represents blockbuster video Legacy media is going the way of blockbuster video. They're not going to be around much longer. Their relevance has long since been called into question. But I haven't even turned on Fox News since Tucker left. And it was on my house, like CNN in an airport all the time. I don't watch anymore because I have no reason to. And what they did was they unleashed him on Twitter. I and know. now, you know, he had <laughs> 2.5 million viewers a night on a great night. <laughs> now he posts something, it's got 80 million views. Who's the real loser here? No. Who's the real winner? I mean, forget it. So, at the end of the day, I think it was you know the the biggest bitch move possible on the part of Fox News, but we know why they did it. And God bless Tucker for for for, for standing on his own two feet, for fighting back. And uh, you know, I got a I got a real good feeling he's gonna be doing some real big and very important interviews in, in the in the very near future. Not that he's not doing them now, but. I hear some rumors through the pipelines. Is that right? The big ones may be coming. Yeah. Is right? This
0: episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked. Are you the man your father was? Recent studies have shown that men's testosterone levels have dropped substantially since the 1980s at about an average of 1% per year. Think about how old your father was when he was born. For example, if he was 30, your testosterone levels could be 30% lower than his. Low testosterone levels can have all type of health effects on men. It can affect your mood, sex drive memory muscle mass loss you name it and yes low testosterone is more common the older you get but it can affect men at any age so let's talk about today's sponsor let's get checked you can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in a discreet packaging with next day delivery once your sample arrives in the laboratory confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days so if you want to test your hormone levels without having to leave your home Visit trylgc.com backslash mscsmedia and get 25% off your test using the code mscsmedia. The link is in the description at the top. This episode is brought to you by Fiji. More than just water. This is not just rock. It's ancient
2: volcanic rock that filters tropical rain, giving it double the electrolytes and its signature soft, smooth taste. It's not just water. It's Fiji water,
0: right? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint, hint. <laughs> but you know, it's like, c- c- could you have just had seventy million? You idiots! You know, but yeah, I, I used to have it on my my house too, like you know, just for noise. Now, it just makes me sick. And Tucker's a cool dude. He's a really cool oh, he's guy. Great. Like in person, he's a cool dude. He'll throw in a chew. You know what I mean? He don't give a fuck. And then uh, you know, second, if you're Trump's lawyer, and I, I say this when this comes up with a lot of political people that we have in sometimes in the beginning, when they're trying to get something dismissed in New York where you're at, okay, in that courtroom with that prosecutor. Okay. They're not, you and I both know, and I'm not a lawyer. I just been around it. There's no way in hell they're, they're dismissing anything. Wouldn't the move have been from the gate, get it out of New York at all costs. And when they deny it, then take it to the Supreme to get it. Cause how he's not winning in New York.
1: It's a good question. It's hard. You know, these change of venue motions in these cases, they're they're largely unsuccessful. For instance, in D.C., in the January six cases, we filed change of venue motions in every case that was trial bound, and we were all denied. I was denied in every one of my cases, and every other attorney who filed a change of venue motion was denied. Not one was granted. Thousands of cases, not one was granted, because these people want to prosecute Trump there. So... The same kind of rule applies in new york city i think the new york city jury may be a little bit better than dc but if i were their team um i would waive the jury um i would put it on the judge uh, and i would make the judge the decider of fact and law the jury can be persuaded by political bias the jury can be persuaded by emotions and all these things it's incumbent on the judge to not let that happen because he's a professional and a lawyer of the highest order. He's a judge, swore an oath. He's got to do the right thing. So if I were in their shoes, that's what I would do. I would wave the jury and I would put it on Judge Rashawn's shoulders um, to do the right thing. Tough, tough situation.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think all his lawyers are on the take. And that's why I always say on this podcast, right? Well, whenever this comes up, he needs a lawyer like you from the streets representing mob guys before takes on case that you know you're not you can't you're not going to take a payoff he needs a mob lawyer or you that's it i believe but that I, they're all in the fucking take
1: i, I appreciate the compliment I, you know i can't say anything about about other attorneys you know sure. it's just something I, I can't comment on but um I, I i do appreciate you seeing that kind of value in me it means a lot
0: uh can you can you pull up a uh, tab one or two uh, so with the, the Tates, Tristan and uh, Andrew, how did you get uh, involved in, in that case to begin with?
1: So uh, I, I got a call from a mutual friend uh, and, uh, you know, he said, I think you may be uh, somebody who who they may like. And uh, they uh, uh, turns out they like the fight that's in me. Uh, they, they saw some of my work that I've done publicly with regard to January six cases and some other matters. Uh, I had some conversations with them, and it turns out that they were in need of somebody who was going to go out there and really hit hard for them. You know, they have, a, they have the, I'm not the only lawyer on the team, but I do. I do bring a particular brand and set of skills to standing up for people um, who uh, have the matrix or the deep state or the most, you know, the conglomeration of the most corrupt people in the universe after them. There's only one way to do that, right? when david fought goliath he did not say oh my god it's goliath he looked at him and said who the hell is this guy that defies the armies of the god of israel yeah. he picked up five stones and a slingshot and he cut his freaking head off and he goes okay next hey right? win loser, draw that's the only way to approach these fights uh tristan and andrew saw that in me uh to be honest i see that in, in them as well and uh you know quite frankly it's a match made in heaven very happy to be in, to to have the chance to represent uh these, these two uh wonderful human beings i'm actually gonna be hopping on a plane tomorrow to go see them in romania
0: yeah we we know trishan he's a great guy great guy Not nothing what initially before i had met him thought he would be great guy super intelligent i can't say enough about the guy um now, you being in the U.S., how does that work as an attorney, them working in Romania? How do they say okay to that or how does that work?
1: So um, there are sort of three worlds of legal issues that they have. Um, they're American citizens uh, and they have uh, interest in the United States of America. Uh, they are British citizens and they have interests in liabilities, and so on and so forth, as they do in the States, uh, in the UK as well, and they're residents of Romania. They are currently being held by the uh, Romanian justice system, the Romanian government. So in order for me to uh, have any type of interaction with them with regard to that case, um, my my conversations with them go through the Romanian lawyers. The Romanian lawyers have, have their own way that they do things, and it's only the Romanian lawyers or somebody who's been uh, uh, admitted to be able to practice in romania who could speak to the court on their behalf in romania but we have a working relationship with with them as well i sort of have been brought on to be the public face of the worldwide case to be able to explain to the media what's going on here what's going on uh, in romania what's going on in other parts of the world and uh in, in you know in the very near look they have been accused Uh, wrongfully accused by people um, in the United States and by people in the UK and in Romania as well. Um, Most of these accusers, all of these accusers, have put forth and proffered meritless allegations. They're untrustworthy people. Uh, We have dug into their life. And uh, at the end of the day, we're going to exonerate uh, Andrew and Tristan Tate's name by a a, a very powerful demonstration of truth to the public. The other side is going to uh, mark, it was going to say, you know, they're trying to intimidate, that these people are victims. And look, at the end of the day, there is a long and very unfortunate history of largely women using the justice system, in particular, orders of protections and false claims of rape and false claims of domestic violence against men. Those laws are there for good reasons, because there are bad guys who abuse women. On the other side of that coin, there are women who use the justice system as a sword and not a shield to levy false allocations against men and ruin their lives completely this is something that has been happening it has not been checked it is going to be checked we are going to blow the roof and and, and the walls wide off and wide open on this case and in other cases like that because it shouldn't be happening men deserve equal treatment under the law. It shouldn't be a woman or anybody else says, hey, this guy did this to me, or this guy said that about me in 1983, or this guy put his hand in my leg in 1964, and your life is over. I don't think so. There's an attack on men, there's an attack on masculinity, there's an attack on strong men who speak up and say, men have a place in this world, men are responsible for making this world great, and there's nothing toxic about masculinity at at, at all. And if you're going to attack me and levy some kind of false accusation against me simply because I speak these truths into existence and other men gravitate toward my message, well then bring the fight, because we're going to have it, and at the end of the day, you're going to lose. I love it.
0: I love it. <clears throat> my my grandpa would be rolling in his grave. Toxic masculinity. What does that th- even mean? You know, and we had uh, a. It's like some crazy word. We had a uh, Russell Simmons on, and you know, people could say whatever they want. We sat with him for three hours on a Zoom, and in his situation, it, it's kind of relevant to this. Thirty years ago, he pulls up in a Rolls Royce. Hey, would you like to get in the Rolls Royce? Hey, would you like to meet? Jay-Z Kanye Yeah, I would like to. Would you like to go to the best hotel on the planet? Yeah, I would. While I'm outside smoking a cigar, you put your hand on me. We have sex. 30 years later, now I victimized you and I'm out of the country because you got three girls saying this 30 years later because and basically it's basically like because he had money and asked them to get in a Rolls-Royce, he like manipulated them into to having sex or whatever it may be, but it's just insane. And that's what it, it, you see here. It, this episode is sponsored by z What z Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic? The z pre-alcohol probiotic is a genetically engineered probiotic you drink before drinking alcohol to avoid that rough next morning and get back to living your life. PhD scientists invented it because they know the real problem is not dehydration. It's a toxic byproduct of alcohol and ZBiotics pre alcohol probiotic is the only product that breaks it down. Just remember to drink responsibly and plenty of rest too. Every time I have ZBiotics before drinking, I'm amazed at how good I feel the next day. ZBiotics is a must have for me because it means I'm still going to make my daily workout even if I have a few drinks the night before. That's important to me. You can get ZBiotics for 15% off your first order using my code MSCS Media checkout. I recommend getting the six-pack. That's what I got. It's a great deal. You have a couple extra to share with friends. Go to zbiotics.com backslash media. That's Z as in zebra, biotics, B-I-O-T-I-C-S, dot com backslash media, or scan the QR code on the screen right now and get 15% off your first order. It's
1: absolute ridiculousness. It's, it's If you're a successful man, who is out there in the world saying, hey, look, I am successful. I am the American dream personified. I raised myself up by my own bootstraps or maybe I was born into money, whatever it is, but I'm successful. I'm not here doing it. I have nice things. I have a nice car. I have a nice house. You're a target. You're a target. And that should not be. It's not right. It's not justified. It's extortion via the, the judicial system. The system knows it. But because the system is diametrically opposed to what these men and other men like them believe in, they can go after you. And those, disgrunt- those disgruntled judges that are on the bench that got picked on in high school, you know, they're going to side uh, generally with, with the accuser. But there's a there's something happening. There's enough good daughters in the world. There's enough good wives in the world. There's enough good women in the world where they're saying, you know what? We are sick of these men, these strong, good men who we cherish, who are the heads of our family, who are the protectors in our lives, who have put food on the table and put us through school, being accused and having their lives destroyed by these women who could never hold a candle to them. And these, these women are now speaking out. You see it all over the place. And it's a good thing. So I say that to say this. There is a shift coming, uh, the, the persecution against Donald Trump. you know really got people sick of it but now you see andrew and tristan tate two beautiful successful guys who have everything in the world no need no reason to ever harm a woman and yet that's what they're being accused of (laughs) i mean come on get the heck out of here man give me a break
0: now how do you hold how do you hold these guys for 93 days how do you hold them they held them for 93 days without charges right
1: yeah, the Romanian justice system awesome. is different than ours. And I, I have to be careful what I say. about Sure, the Romanian sure. Please, justice
0: system. do, please, do, please, do,
1: because their rules are their rules. And you can be accused of something and you can be held for a certain amount of time without even being charged in Romania. That's just the way it works. We hear that in America and we go, well, what the hell? That doesn't sound right. But, you know, let me re- remind your, your viewers and, and the public of what has happened to January 6th trial detainees some of them have been in jail for two years already and uh, any, under any other circumstances they would have been uh, let out and and they would have been home they would have been working they would have been with their wives and their kids but their families are destroyed they have no income they've lost houses marriages have broken up kids of people people have committed suicide simply because they chose the wrong candidate they came to protest with the wrong candidate on that day so the idea is this If you uh, represent or if you have the audacity to speak out against what is the uh, party narrative uh, for the day, they'll lock you up, not because of what you did, but because of what you say and what you believe in, to send a message to you that if you don't stop, it's only going to get worse. And they couldn't have picked two more worse people to try that out on than uh, Tristan and Andrew Tate because these guys ain't rolling over for nothing. No, 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 they're
0: not. And when I would you know, now now they followed the charges. And and isn't one of the charges they, they said the lover boy method.
1: What? Yeah. What the
0: hell, right, what the hell is the lover boy method?
1: So it's um it's a it's a it's, it's a gender version of Stockholm syndrome, right? So <laughs> Stockholm syndrome is like the idea that you've been kidnapped and at some point, you know... You, by millionaires,
0: you're, you're, by multi-millionaires, right?
1: right? Uh, yeah, by multi-millionaires.
0: Good-looking multi-millionaires. I
1: hope someone kidnaps me <laughs> soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kidnap right.
0: me and take me and then a couple of the, yeah. the <laughs> Lamborghini <laughs> shit.
1: All right, kidnap me on your super yacht, right? It's, it's, it's ridiculous, right? So the idea is that, These women are so feeble-minded that they cannot possibly think on their own when they're in the presence of these godlike men because these men are like, you know, like Zeus and Hercules, that these women are just so inherently weak that when they see them, they fawn over them to the extent where they're brainwashed through some mystical glamouring, some vampire-like power, right? It's the biggest crock of shit I've ever heard in my life And it's also one of the biggest insults that you could ever give to free thinking and independent women who make their own choices. Right. So all these accusers, alleged accusers are people are are against them. But when, when the government interviews these people, these women are going, what the hell are you talking about? We love these guys. These guys are great. We love our life. At the end of the day, what you really have is one woman from America who went there for six days. And by the sixth day she had contacted the United States embassy and the local authorities to say that she was being human trafficked. Somebody who human went there traffic. voluntarily on her own accord. <laughs> Six days later, there's a human trafficking case. Gee, I wonder how the hell that happened. I mean, come on, it's 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 the setup of of, of 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 the highest order. All the charges against them are false. Unfortunately, what we what we have here is you compare this to you juxtapose this with January 6th. Right, January 6th is the biggest investigation in the history of the Department of Justice biggest in terms of manpower expenditures people boots on the ground data and money right it's the biggest budget ever spent on a prosecution in the history of this country the prosecution and investigation into andrew and tristan is the same thing in romania it's the most expensive criminal prosecution in the history (laughs) of that country so it's like have they reached the point of no return where they need their pound of flesh they need some type of return on their investment i don't know i hope that's not the case i hope that the justice system over there can be better then the Merrick Garland Department of Justice over here, look at the papers, look at the evidence in this case and say, hey, look, we understand these allegations were made, but they're horseshit and we need to let these guys go.
0: Uh, I'm sorry. I just cracks me up and I'm glad you said it. The woman got on the flight to go there. I don't know how you even co- come up with the word human trafficking on that one. When the woman when that woman got whatever they she went there. The guys, the guys are worth tons. Every girl on the planet wants to be with them. I, I don't think you know if if she was a pain in the ass, they would have just, just go leave. You know, you're going to say human trafficking and then charge them, mess around with them, all because, in my opinion, and you know, you don't have to quote on this, but because it didn't go with whatever agenda is going on over there.
1: You know, they had the, the woman flew herself out there first class on their dime and they say here go go <laughs> ahead when she, when, when she got out when, when she got out there she was picked up in a royals royce she had six days of glitz and glamour and friends and all of this and then all of a sudden all of a sudden she's a victim of human trafficking it's a lie it's a downright lie and when the truth comes out about the type of individual this person is who went there the world's going to see very very quickly how much who's who's the real victim here um for a, for a, an individual like this to hold herself out as some kind of victim it is preposterous and i don't care what organization out there that she's working with i don't care what organizations that are out there that are backing her you're backing you're knowingly backing a predator. You're knowingly backing somebody who went there for the specific purpose of destroying these men's lives. And if you continue to proffer this false narrative to the public with the knowledge in your hand that she's actually the wrongdoer and that these men are innocent when the the tables are reversed, don't be surprised when we come for you, because those lawyers should not be backing people who are straight up lying. They are. She is specifically trying to destroy their lives. I don't know who she's backed by. We have our suspicions, but it's wrong. And these lawyers that are backing her are unethically practicing at the highest level of the practice
0: she set these guys up and again <clears throat> when, when we were talking with trish and he was you know he was involved in a, building that university all these great things to basically in my opinion the the things that they've taken out of school here in the u.s you know like wood shop that they've taken out what else you said that they took out oh, like all kinds of, of stuff that they, yeah. it used to be when we were growing up Jim. Jim. Yeah. Fucking Jim for Christ's <laughs> sake. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, everything. Andrew and Tristan were, were trying to put that back where men are men again. You know, men go to work, take care of you know, take care of the woman. That that's what they were doing and they didn't like it. This bro gets on a plane, sets him up. Let's just call it what it is. She set him up. Then two of the supposed victims comes out and says that they were that two of the victims, right? Who originally were victims said that now like nothing happened, and then the judge what he said that they were brainwashed, some crazy ass thing like that.
1: It's 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 an insult to women. It's an insult to these women. These women get up there and have said, "Hey, listen, our lives were great there. The allegations against them are wrong." We told the judge this. We told the prosecutors this, and they're saying, "Oh no, sweetheart." You really don't know what you're saying. You've been brainwashed. Don't worry, we're going to speak for you. And they're going, What? We don't need we don't there's nothing wrong with us. You shouldn't be speaking for us. But because yeah. something else is afoot here, this kind of thing is happening.
0: Yeah, that's what it was. She, they, the the judge actually said, right, sir. Jesus. You're brainwashed. Let, we'll speak for you. Like
1: it, what? It, it's it's uh it's, it's, it's strange and it, it, it's, it's disappointing, but we know that this is not about what they did. This is about who they are. Yeah. They are empowering men of every stripe, of every race, of every creed to step out into the world to, to be somebody. If you're a 14-year-old kid from Brooklyn, if you're a 13-year-old kid from the UK someplace, if you're a 16-year-old kid from Africa or a 17-year-old kid from China, they are reaching everybody and they're getting this message. And the message is clear. Men, you can go out there and do anything that you want to do in the world if you put your mind to it. You don't need to depend on the government. You don't need to depend on a warped education system. If you go out there, and if you try and if you refuse to quit, you eventually will be successful. That's the message to everybody across the board. And it's if you look at their social circle, you have these followers of these young guys who are becoming successful. They're climbing their way up the ladder. And then they're also, Andrew and Tristan, have the the, the bill, the, the goods, the receipts to back it up. These guys are connected to some of the most rich and influential and powerful men in the world right? And that, that is a fact. That's not an over-exaggeration. How did that happen? How did they get into these rooms? Because these rich men and these rich women but primarily men because that's their circle who have the yachts, who have the this, who have that, who have all the material things in the world, they see value in what Andrew and Tristan has to say. They see value in having these men in their presence and that says something. But these other soy-infested wimps, these limp wimps who want men to be neutered, gender neutral, and, 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 and not successful in this life, loathe them and hate them for their message, and they'll stop at nothing to see these men put in jail, even if it means that they're going to jail for doing nothing wrong.
0: Funny example. I Rob couldn't make it, so I had called this guy who's always crying about money. And I said, hey, do you want to come in and do the board? You know, good money. He needed money. He says, I'm crooking up crockpot. I said, what is a crock? Pot? I don't even know what a crock pot is. I'm a guy. I go to work. I come home and I eat whatever's in it. He says, I can't. I said, you need to go watch Tristan and Andrew. That's what I said before all this happened. <laughs> and get some balls on you. You know, you know, really, because that's that's what they were doing. Like, you know, to me,
2: you know, it's just wild shit. You bring up these examples. And, you know, one that's, you know, you know of course, Tristan and uh, them are the, the top one. But there was that football player, the punter. You got... Drafted, best punter in the country, drafted by the Bills, I believe. And he hadn't even started the season yet. And he was accused of, like, gang rape. And so the Bills dropped him. So he lost all that money, all that chance. And then they come to find out that he was telling the truth. He wasn't there. He never was there. He had left or something. But they have it documented. And now it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you can come back. And he's going to play for the Jets, I think probably on half the salary. His character's ruined. But I never hear the stories of what happened to the person that
1: accused him.
2: Why aren't they held accountable for their actions?
1: You you make a a fantastic point. What we call this in in, in the law, in, in today's modern parlance, is that the punishment is the process. Right it's like yeah look we know you're innocent but we're going to slap this nefarious disgusting allegation against you and the stain of that it's like throwing uh tar on a white shirt sure you can get most of it. But, you know, the shirt's never going to be the same. People are always going to look at that shirt and go, hmm, I don't know what happened there. It's the same thing. And you may clear your name, but you're going to go on with that scar, with that stain on you for the rest of your life. And the person who uses the judicial system against you, especially if it's somebody who's calling themselves some type of victim of a crime, nothing ever happens to them. And guess what else happens? Nothing ever happens to the prosecutors because they have qualified immunity who are knowingly prosecuting you and going after you despite the fact that they know that what they're doing is wrong
0: they have immune they have qualified immunity
2: you sure do holy shit you never hear their names
0: well well, i'm glad as you said you're gonna get to the bottom of it and that girl who's setting the tates up she's probably the first time ever that that you see oh this is the one who tried to ruin these guys and that's the only way you can clear that up yeah really
1: it, 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 it is the only way. Andrew and Tristan Tate, um, they're going to make a stand. They are making a stand. They're going to win. Their, their names are going to be cleared. When the facts come out, the facts are going to be so overwhelmingly in their favor that no reasonable person is ever going to be able to con- to conclude that they were that they are guilty, but what this represents is it's truly it's a paradigm shift. It's an inflection point. It's a message to men everywhere that you do not have to be silent, that you do not have to sit down and put your head between your legs and say, "Oh my God, I can't believe this is happening to me." That you should fight back, and if you are accused falsely of something in the workplace, and your employer lets you go. Without due process, simply for the fact that you've been accused and then you subsequently restore your name, you should turn around and you should sue your your employer for all the money in the world that you possibly can do because that person didn't stand by you. That person participated in the process because they were a chicken shit and they didn't want to stand by the person that they invested in simply because they were accused of a crime. Guys like myself, guys like you guys, like we run our own businesses We can't really be canceled in the traditional respect. Our employer's not going to say, oh, you've been accused of this. Good luck, buddy. And out the door you go, right? Andrew and Tristan, same kind of thing. Donald Trump, same kind of thing. You know, oh, yeah, you said this. It was locker room talk. What the hell you want from me? I'm Donald Trump. Nobody's going to fire me. The world has a problem with people like us because the traditional methods of disenfranchising us don't work. So how do they silence people like us? Prison. That's how.
0: And imagine if the roles were reversed. Imagine if a guy got on a plane, went to Romania to meet two beautiful girls and said, oh, I was victimized. They would laugh.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> they, and then and then I would get beat up when I got back from my friends.
1: That's true. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's it's very true. And justifiably so. What the hell are you talking about? You know what you were doing.
0: But it's just the double standard of such bullshit, you know? Now, in Romania... I know you'll fight to death. I I love I yeah, love I the aggression fight. in I you, do. man. I love it. I love it. I can feel it over here, man. You know, just <laughs> as I love it. I love it. I love it. I uh, can you and whether you can or not. I know you'll go to the nail. I can I can feel it. Um, but can you get a fair trial over there? Uh,
1: I think you can get a fair yeah. trial there. I, yeah. Look, if I were to put the Romanian justice system up against the American justice system okay. right now and say, you know where where your chances of getting a fair a better a better trial i i I don't know what the answer is i I don't have any historical data you know romania is notoriously over romania is corrupt Romania is this romania is that there's no real historical data about the romanian justice system going after a population of people simply because of the color of their skin and what they believe in whereas over here in our country you can't say that so could they get a fair chance, a fair trial in Romania? I think so. I think that if, if the court sees these documents for, 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 for what they are, assesses the evidence for what it is. Now, the prosecutor, is that person a fair prosecutor? No, I don't think so. But could they get a fair judge, a fair paddle and a fair shake? I, I think so. I mean, I think that their chances are a little bit better of succeeding in Romania than Donald Trump's chances are of succeeding in front of a jury in Washington, D.C.,
0: yeah, you know, I I would have to agree with that. Mm-hmm. Now, having practiced, you know, here in the U.S. with big cases and everything else, what what are the biggest differences between Romania and here when you walk into that courtroom and everything else?
1: So, um, it's hard for me to say. I haven't I haven't walked into a, a Romanian courtroom yet. I, I got I got to be honest, right? So the Romanian team. They're, they're, those are the people who are really handling that case. We're in an advisory capacity and in a listening capacity over there. Um, there's a lot of differences from the way that people look to the way that people dress to the way that people are addressed in the courtroom to the way that the process works. For instance, my understanding of Romania law is that if you lie on the stand, if you perjure yourself, there's really no repercussions of it. Whereas wow. if you perjure yourself over here, you can catch a perjury charge for it. Wow. Conversely, If you lie in a complaint in the united states you know it happens all the time people really don't care too much about it but if you lie in a complaint in romania there can be severe consequences for that including jail time and what we have here regarding the complaints that have been made against tristan andrew is a complainant who straight up lied in her complaint and there should be judicial repercussions under romanian law those lies on paper in a sworn statement against these two fine gentlemen. Wow, that,
0: that's interesting. Now, like here, you know, like the federal system, you could be on pre-trial for 10 years. Do, right. do they move, I mean, even if you went for a speedy trial, it's up to them. They do what they want. In Romania, can you get this moving and done quick or is this, are they slow with things?
1: They move at their own speed. They have laws on the books. Um, they they reached the point where Uh, andrew and tristan had to be released off of house arrest and you know things could have moved in a positive direction for them but right at the moment where the timeline was expiring they, they, they they dropped an indictment right so there's certainly a time uh table there it can be wiggled around uh like it can be here as well um but you know the court system is the court system, uh, and, and if they want to extend something, whether it's here or in Timbuktu, they're, they're going to do it because it, happen, it happens all over the place all the time.
0: And, and for some reason, people haven't already heard it, but you're the guy to hear from. What exactly are they fighting against?
1: Uh, Well, they, they have different allegations right now against both of them, but generally... They're being accused of of human trafficking. Uh, there were there were rape allegations and, and a bunch of other nonsense allegations. There's no proof of it. When you think of human trafficking, we all know what what that what that what that is. Okay. How horrible it is! It is a disgusting and demonic practice. And. You know, um, if, if you're an actual human trafficker in this world, if there's actual evidence that you've human trafficked people. You should be killed in the street. Yeah, you should be hung up, strung up in the public square and left there for your body. You're, you're a, a sick. Like you're, a sick for, you're a sick a individual. You're a sick individual. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But because Andrew and. Andrew and Tristan Tate stand against that kind of thing because they are pro-woman, because they are pro-man, because they are anti-human trafficking. Those are some of the reasons why I represent these guys, because they disdain that type of evil. But how do you... When, when somebody stands up against that kind of thing, you accuse them of it, right? Yeah. And let's and there's another thing, too. Andrew and Tristan, people look at them, they don't like, I'm mixed race, right? I'm Irish and I'm Puerto Rican. People look at me, they don't know. What are you, Italian? What <laughs> are you, this? <laughs> what are you, that? Nobody knows what they're making me because of how I present, right? So Andrew and Tristan take they're half white and they're half black. And there's a real thing when people who are half black or all black When they speak out against the current narrative, like if you're not falling in line from what they want from, look at Dave Chappelle, right? Ah. When you're not falling in line from what the the system wants for you, what did they do? What did they do to Clarence Thomas? Mm -hmm. What did they do to Martin Luther King Jr.? What did they do to black men who are standing in a position of power, cutting against the grain and telling the white slave master in the Democratic White House, we're going to do it our own way? They accuse you of rape. They accuse you of rape every time. This is an actual thing. And it's happening to Andrew and Tristan and Will as well. And all the people, all the organizations on the left who have been saying, Oh, this has been happening to blacks for so long, you don't hear a peep from them because their message because their messaging and their politics don't fit the lefty agenda. And it's a disgrace.
0: If you want the video, I got three hours with Trishan, and there wasn't one sexist thing. Not one, not one thing against women, not one for three hours long. Not
1: one. Uh, I 100% believe you. The guy is an old school, gentleman. old school. Yeah. You know, he's well thought out, well-dressed, good looking guy, well put together, old school, old world in the best possible way. The idea that, that, that any of these things are, is true. It's uh it's utter madness, and
0: speaks uh, <clears throat> extremely intelligent too. He he knows his, his math. He knows what he's doing. I can't say enough things about him because you go in before I had you know started talking to him. Later, you go in and you hear what people say, and I, I'm waiting for the sexist thing or, or something crazy. Not one thing. All of extremely intelligent. Uh, you know, big future plans. Not a fucking tra- uh, a trafficker or anyone even close to that. Nothing even near that. So it's just such a, a sad thing. Now, what's it like? I mean, I know you, with the giant. We'll get to the January sixth, but what's it like representing this particular case? I mean, this is a massively high profile case, not just in the United States, everywhere. Uh you know Andrew and Tristan loved I don't know one girl that doesn't think that they're god gift on earth <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> if I could get yeah. 2% of that you know they're, uh, they're blessed but uh what is it like representing that high profile of, of a case
1: it it's great i mean representing these guys is it, it's very easy look i come from a family of brothers i went Like we said earlier, I changed my life. I changed my career because of what happened to my brother. And I see the bond that these two guys share, the unbreakable fraternal bond of brothers. And I, I just, I love it. I gravitate toward it. I see it in them. You know, there's sort of this unexplainable truth when you can see certain things and recognize certain things to other people. And I see it between them. I also see, you know, two guys who are gentlemen, two guys who are warriors, two guys who are incredibly in- intelligent. Andrew is incredibly intelligent as well. I mean, the guy, you know, he makes, you know, these massive calculations when it comes to social media and branding and imaging like on a split second basis. It's like boom, 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 he like super computes. And then you'll see something hit the, you know, we'll talk about an idea to hit the internet and get like a gazillion views like in the same hour. And I'm just like, man, you know how long it would've take me? To, took me to compose that tweet or <laughs> divvy up that video. Like the guy has like this supercomputer in his brain and he's also got balls of steel. Balls I mean, he sits out there in front of the world and he says things exactly like it is with no apologies
0: what we're and all thinking what we're all thinking right we're all thinking. Yeah, yeah
1: he's a completely re- reasonable guy you know he just did this like it's a good it's a good example he did this uh, interview with with the uh, pbd the other day right and and uh during the interview he's you know he's talking about you know the culture in the world and and he you know to paraphrase he says oh oh you know a guy says he's gay okay okay you're gay no problem uh, two guys are gonna get married. Okay, hey, hey, that's that, that that's your choice. Now, now we wait, we want to wave a penis in front of your five-year- old son. He goes, oh, 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 like, what the fuck, right? Like there's a line, and he represents the line. And lots of the things that 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 he says, if you think about it in terms of the stock market, the Tates, in particular Andrew and his messaging to the world, represents a correction in the stock market for everybody who's been short selling the stock of masculinity mm-hmm. for the past 20 years. Masculinity is done. Masculinity is toxic. It's yesterday's news, blah, 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 blah. It's like betting against oil. Like, are you out of your mind? At some point, it's going to bounce back. And it bounced back hard, went to the moon like a Tesla stock in the form of Andrew and Tristan Tate. And the world um, the world just can't deal with it the right way. But in terms of my interactions with them, um, They're great, you know, they're these these very successful, brilliant guys Um, and the professional level. They want to say, hey, you know, what what can we get done together? What is it that we can do? Blah, 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 blah. All the professional stuff is there. Consummate businessmen, consummate professionals. But on the personal level. It's like hanging out with my brothers. Yeah. Like these guys are just like normal dudes who love the world. They love America. They love Great Britain. They love the UAE and and, and that part of the world as well. They think that God is good. They think that men should be men and women should be women. And that people should make money and live their life to their fullest potential. What the hell is so bad about that? So in terms of the very short answer to your, you know, to your the very long answer to your very short mm. question is is I love it. Um it's easy to fight for them and I, I and I'm proud to do it.
0: And I loved how I had the balls to just bury BBC. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking went on and I just mangled them? I mean, they were already at the end anyway. But I mean, that that was just the knife that they turned.
2: Well, you said yeah. you said it right. It, it's everybody's feeling it. Tom, you said it. I think yeah. we're all feeling it. it's like people just are afraid to say it because they'll lose their job or they'll be canceled, as we call it, or you know, all that type of stuff. In your opinion. You know, we're everything kind of goes in waves, I guess. But how much longer are we in this cancel culture society? Like, do you see it finally going to be moving past that point? Because it feels like we've been in this, like, I don't know what you want to call it, for a little while now. And like, Crazy people are—I think people are <laughs> sick of it. I, I do. How how much longer, in your opinion, do you think we're in this cancel culture society? It's
1: it, it's 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 in its fatal. It's in its death spiral spiral right now. Um, Trump sent it into the death spiral. Andrew and Tristan Tate are are part of the, uh, you know, the the finishing blows. I think that people need to realize that one of the things that makes America and a free capitalist society great is for an independent man or a woman to go out And to monopolize the means of production by themselves and not be dependent on somebody else. And what I mean by that is small businesses. When you go out there and you start a business on your own, right? And you don't have to answer to nobody. If you rise to the top and you make all this money, you have this success, you own that success. And if you fail, Well, you own that failure, too. And if you fail, you fall down, you get up, you fall down, you get up, you fall down, you get up. You keep on pressing until you get it right. When you're that type of man or woman, you're uncancelable because you answer to no one other than yourself, your family, and God. And I think that a return to that, a return to dependability, away from dependence. Dependence on the government, dependence on big, gigantic corporate structures. We see it all over the place, like what you guys are doing in social media and the independent journalists around the world. People are breaking away and saying, I don't need this overlord over me. I can go out there, put myself out there in the world, polish myself, present the product to the world, and they're either going to love it or hate it. And I'm going to live with that. And if more people do that, we'll get back to the roots of what made this country great. And what we'll do is we'll put an end to cancel culture, which has its roots in socialism and communism. The only way you can be canceled is when the people above you have all this power over you, strip them of their power, and they can't do shit to you.
0: Just like he did, just like Andrew did with BBC. He could have brought them back to life. Or, I mean, BPC could have came back to life if they would have played that card right, but they came with the bullshit.
1: They sure did. And, and stuck it to him. I was so wrong guy. When I saw wrong that. guy. It made, me, it made me so angry because you know you're watching it the whole time and you yeah. see what he's doing. He's fighting. He's he's burying it. But it's like, how can you be this dishonest and live with yourself? But that's that's the world we live in.
0: Yeah, and and how long do you see this dragging on for? Like, like in your opinion, you know. As yeah, well, I know. I'm sure you get asked this a million times throughout your career, but how long do you see until this this is wrapped up?
1: The the Andrew and Tristan, yeah, a couple of years, yeah, yeah, for sure, for 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 sure. You look 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 at Trump. Um, you indict him, you impeach him. He, you know he's Teflon Don. He bobs Louise. You know he can't. You can't. You can't get him. He shakes everything off and when that you know and now what do they do they pile it on from all the other places you know it's it's this very improper public private partnership that should not be. The public sector is the public sector for a reason. The private sector is the private sector for a reason, right? People say, oh, there is no deep state, there is no matrix. Really? Well, you know, if Joe Biden sneezes on you and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, uh, your banking institution debanks you and Facebook deplatforms you, there's obviously a connection between between these entities. And that shouldn't be there, right? Um, but that's what's happening right now, and until we can get laws passed that hold uh, private actors and corporations accountable for doing government-like censorship on people, uh, we're going to be fighting this for, for for a while. And with regard to Andrew and Tristan, look, their enemies uh, are, are are vast, but you know, um, their friends are even more vast. The people who support them are stronger or greater. And you know, I'm, I'm a faith guy. You know, good guy, you know Jesus. Um, took me out of the street. I mean, everybody, like, everybody I grew up with is dead or in jail. I got like two friends out of like a hundred who are left and they're <laughs> my two best friends. And we all ran at the same time and figured it out. Everybody else is gone. Um, and, 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 and that, Jesus was my path, right? Tristan's a Jesus guy. Andrew is, is, is a Muslim, but they they have found a way out based on faith. And when you can find a way out based on faith and independence, um, it's only a matter of time before this evil loses. Oh, yeah.
0: You're a monster, man. Yeah. <clears throat> you're a monster. Oh. You're a monster. Man, boy, I, I would I, I'd just watch I'd watch you on, on a podcast just in the courtroom just tearing people apart because <laughs> you're not going to let shit slip. I mean, yeah, really. That's, a good,
1: that's not a bad idea.
0: No, really, <laughs> really. And another thing, you know, with the Tates, everybody thinks that I had known around if they didn't watch the video or didn't see them somewhere else in a long length, not just about a current, they weren't handed money. They were taking, they were, they went from nothing to what they are now.
1: That is, that is very true. And I, and look, um, we, we, we share that story, right? I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth and, and neither were you and neither were you and wow. and and they certainly weren't uh, my brothers and I, despite having uh, two uh, great parents, we never had. We weren't from abject poverty, but we didn't have anything extra. And we grew up in the world where everybody had everything around us and we wanted more. So we had to hustle. Sometimes it was the right way. Other times it was the wrong way, but we figured out a system in the end based upon dependence on each other, dependence on God and networking, strong networking with, with good people And making sure that people who tried to take from us in that process were dealt with accordingly. You got to do that in the business world and you got to do that in the street. If you let your enemies take advantage of you, you'll never progress in this world. They did what they had to do, the right way to survive. Mm -hmm. They fought their way through the street. They fought their way against incredible odds. Single parent household, a black father a white mother not fitting into any one ethnic group not fitting into any one club and guess what because they didn't fit in they became leaders oh you don't want me in your group i'm just going to form my own freaking group and everybody else is going to follow me i respect them for it i think that uh their path to getting to where they are today is an honorable one Uh, you can't take any of that away from them and that's what these people who are trying to rob them of everything don't understand you could May God, may it never happen. You can take all their money away from them, but you can't take away their accomplishments that they've done on their own. And because of that, the money won't leave either. That's just the way the laws of the universe work. I know know it. They'll be successful in the Mm -hmm. end because they have defied incredible odds at every stage of the game. And this is no different.
0: And, Mr. McBride, the reason why I bring that up is because people look at them like they're trust fund boys. They didn't eat. They would eat at night, like what was leftovers at, I forget what place. Let's just say it was McDonald's. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, yeah. So when people that don't know, you look at them, they were eating Kentucky Fried Chicken at 9 o'clock at 9 because every dime they made, they put into what they believed in. So these aren't some guys that got a pile of money and went to Romania, blah, 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 got girls. No, They went from literally KFC out of the trash can, I think, if I remember correctly, to where they are now.
2: The American dream, man. You know? That,
1: and that, I just think that that's is,
0: an important, important point to make, especially with this bullshit case.
1: That is an important point. And, you know, I forget who said it. There's, there's, I'm going to paraphrase. The, 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 there's a quote out there about fighting. And I don't know if it was Rocky or if it was Muhammad Ali who it was. But it's basically like, if you're going to beat me, you're going to try to beat me you're going to have to know what it's like to endure what i've endured to suffer the way i've suffered and to have gone through what i have gone through and if you haven't suffered those things if you haven't endured those things if you haven't gone through what i've gone through and been where i've been there's not a snowball chance in the hell that you're ever going to beat me and that's what those experiences do to you those experiences you know they, they, they make you hard they make you steal. They also make you compassionate and they make you, under, uh, they make you understand people. But, you know, there comes a certain level of protection, a certain level of understanding that you've made it to a certain place and no one can take that from you. My brothers and I, my, my, my brother Eric and I, when my brother Anthony was was locked up, I'll never forget. I was struggling to, to get through school. I, I left the working world. I didn't know how to make a budget as a student I was back in New York City. I we couldn't I couldn't afford to go home for Christmas. He came to see me. We I was we we, we were having dinty more huh. pork frankin pork and beans with bacon in it for for, for, for for Christmas. And we I was saying to him, I was saying, Eric, there's gonna be a place, there's gonna be a time where we become so successful that people are never even going to see past our success. They're never going to understand that we've gone through this moment right here, but never forget this, bro. That no matter what happens to us, that this is where we started from. And if we ever end up here, we'll get back to where we need to be. But because we're here and because we know that where we're going, nobody in the world is ever going to be able to stand in front of us. And I got to where I'm at. My brother's got to where he at. You've gotten to where you're at. Andrew and Tristan have gotten to where they're at because of experiences like that. And people who have been handed everything, people who have always been a part of the group, people who have always think that they know better and whatever the hell it is will never understand that level of sacrifice and what it takes to push through those circumstances to break through those barriers to become and look what Tristan and Andrew have become, they're two mm-hmm. of the most influential men on the planet because they refused to quit.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> and it makes you more, and makes you treat everybody equal, too. It makes you give everybody a chance. You don't look at them like you're above anybody or anything else. You know, they'll, they'll talk to anybody and help anybody out when they have time. When I was growing up. I hated my grandfather. Now looking back now I'm thankful. But I had to do papers in the morning before I went to school, then shovel snow, fucking lemonade stands, everything and if I didn't I had this 6 foot 7 guy come in with the belt. Yeah. And, and my mom would be like, "No, you're going to kill him, Tommy." But he wasn't messing around. "Hold the door for a lady. You don't talk to somebody older than you. Otherwise, you know, you're going to go it's not going to end well for you." And I hated him at the time, but that that taught me drive and, and dealing with things and fighting through adversity and everything else. And without that, fuck you, hold
2: you hold the door for a woman. That's like, you're not supposed to do that. Now we had someone in that. Told oh yeah. Us, Wait to hear this I one. forget who it was, but they said that they were at the airport and they held the door open for a woman. And you know, she was struggling. She had her suitcase and whatever else. And he went to help her. And she said, I can do it myself. I don't need your help. Okay, then she got on the plane and she had trouble putting the suitcase above the top and she's like, I can do it myself. Okay. (laughs) And then they get to whatever board meeting he was at, remember? And in walks that woman. And he was just like, it was just like, but it's like frowned upon. Like I tell my kids, hold the door for elderly people, for anybody. It doesn't matter. A woman, man. Hold the door. It's polite. You don't let slam in their face, but it's-
0: In South way. Philly, Mr. McBride, I got smacked.
2: Yeah, you will. I,
0: this lady was carrying uh, groceries. It's just funny. She was carrying groceries out. This was like in late 90s. And I was just busy, and she's like, you don't hold the door for a woman. Whack. Yeah. She smacked. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah, you know, You know, the same as in New York. And I was like, oh, shit. My, thank God my grandfather. I mean, I'm not glad he's dead, but I'm glad he didn't hear about it. <laughs> you
2: know? Mr. McBride, was, Mr. McBride. She was right. Hell yeah, she was right. Mr. McBride, are you, and I know the answer is probably no, but I don't want to say afraid, but are you worried that, you know, you have such a high-profile case, and you have these, let's just call them idiots out there that want to destroy these men, that they're going to try, try to find a way to destroy you because you're, you know, representing them. Not that you're afraid, but are you worried that, Someone's going to try to find, oh, he got a traffic ticket when he was 16. You know how they do that, though? They'll find something.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good question. So the answer is is, is this. Um, I, I had an attempt on my life uh, because of my January 6th related work. April of uh, it was 21? No, April of 22, April 5th. April 5th to April 7th, 2022, I had an attempt on my life. Um, I've had people try to come at me in all different ways. I had a very unfair situation in D.C. court where I was accused of misconduct, I had to defend myself, I won, my name was cleared. Are those things going to come? Is there serious danger? Yes. But because of my faith in God, because I truly believe in my heart that God himself has handpicked me. For this met for 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 this mission and that if my expiration date on this mission is tomorrow well there's not a damn thing in the universe i could do about it but if my expiration date on this mission is 100 years from now then there's not a damn thing that anybody in the universe can do to me about it and when you come up the way that i did and i literally mean this gangs drugs violence i mean you name it i've seen it all and there are, I could give you a hundred different times where I should have perished. I can give you another 150 different times where because of my own stupidity and self-inflicted negligence that I, my life could have been one way or another. God protected me through all of that. And when I had an encounter with him as a younger man, it's one of the first things he told me, you know, not only did he forgive me and wipe me clean, he said, bro, I got you. I had you the whole way. And I'm going to have you going forward. And I just, it's in the deepest part of my soul. It's what makes me who I am. And I'm just not afraid. I'm not afraid. If there was an ounce of fear in me based on what any of these people could do, I, I, I would be, it's like a fighter who gets into the octagon or the ring. You're, you're defeated before the, before the bell even rings, right? But the guy who steps in knowing that he can win, seeing that there's victory, no matter who the adversary is in front of him, well, you know, you're going to have to do a lot to break that guy and to beat that guy. So do I think about it sometimes? Of course. Um, you know, I... I, I uh, Cassandra, my, my my other half, she's on the other side of these screens watching on <laughs> the media right now. I have these conversations with her all, all, all the time. And, you know, um, you know, she's a good corner man, a good corner woman. She's my Mickey to my Rocky. She'll Mm -hmm. tell me, listen, if it's your time, it's your time. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. But I know it's not your time. I've seen our future. I know I've seen our kids grow. I've seen this and I've seen that. And at the end of the day, I know that you're going to be victorious. I know that God is going to protect you no matter what the results are in this case. And because I got a great woman like that in my corner, because I got a great family, because I got God himself behind me, I don't fear i don't fear at all
0: you're awesome man and and, and sorry mrs mcbride i promise i won't take him to the meat market when he comes down you could come with him mrs mcbride i promise i promise
2: Uh, she's going like this (laughs) i I promise i
0: i brought my wife when i went they have good steak they have good steak i promise i'm sorry please Uh, please, it's okay okay.
1: she she's the best she gets she gets me you know i gotta tell you um I have a, you know. I was no angel before, before, before I met her, and uh, she made walking away from that life so easy for me. The moment I met her, that life ceased to exist, and I never thought that that was possible when it came to me. I just never thought it. It just was a part of my life since I first started liking girls. But When I met her, she changed my she changed my my life in such a way that uh, I just never looked back, and it actually. That 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 whole part of my brain that was focused and running around, I was able to devote it to my career, <laughs> and my family, and I became such a such a more effective guy. And uh, and you know, there's just something, you know, there's just something very very important and very beautiful about about good women. This idea that women need to be ultra independent and they don't need men and their motherhood is bad and blah 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 blah. It's just it's just it, it, it it's pure crap because I have somebody who's so great like her behind me, I, there's there's nothing that I can't do in the world. I trust her with everything. And I, I, I just don't know what it would be like to get through life without somebody like that in my corner. And in terms of gender roles, like when the kids are crying, my son's my best friend in the world, you know? But you know, when, when they're crying at night and they're doing this and they're doing that, they don't want me, yeah. they want mommy, mm-hmm. right? And, and, you know, when I when I try with them the other night, my daughter was going nuts. She's teething. She's got all this stuff. And, and I'm like, I, I want it. And she looks at me. She's like, you got a big week. You're going to Romania this week. Right. You don't need to go to Romania with a puffy face. You need to be rested and ready to go. Right. Get the hell out of here. This is what I'm here for. I love you. This is my job. I got this. Go to sleep because you need to be your best tomorrow. And what am I going to do? I don't deserve that, but I got it. I'm never going to give that up. So the combination of the family, God, her, I'm the most blended. clients like this, talking to guys like you, my life is great. I wouldn't trade it with nobody.
0: This episode is brought to you by manscaped.com. Breaking news, manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They're once again, revolutionizing men's grooming with brand new beard hedger pro kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shave your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using code MSCSMEDIA for 20% off and free shipping. No one likes a weird beard, so say goodbye to all the stubble trouble with Manscaped's Pro Beard Kit. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. This thing is a monster of fixing faces. First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard. No more messing around in drawers, this color one, that color one, all with one guard. Plus, it's waterproof, so you can shave in the shower and avoid all that hair in the sink. The Pro Kit doesn't end there, though. First, there's the beard shampoo and conditioner. You need to remember, your hair is different. Next, manscape's beard oil. Tap it off with beard balm. The Pro Kit also comes with three different gifts. A beard brush comb and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress so get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code mscs media at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off and free shipping at manscaped.com use the code mscs media bless you and your wife that that is so awesome you found someone that understands you that's the biggest yeah. thing you know when you come from south philly like me and you and it's tough to find the woman that understands and she yeah. does and i have a little daughter too she's about to be three and when she's crying, I can do all I want with that holding thing. She wants oh, mom. Oh, yeah. Forget yeah. it. Forget yeah. it. Now, when she wants cereal with marshmallows, then I'm the guy. Yeah. But other than that, forget <laughs> it. You know, and I think it's just so cool that you have such a good relationship. And uh, I really respect that. I'm happy for you. I'm really happy for thank, you, too.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I really I really do. I
2: mean that. And you got, I know you do. Did you say you got the – are you part Puerto Rican and part Irish?
0: Yeah, well, yeah I, I don't want to piss you wow, off. Wow, yeah, <laughs>
2: my, my, my both my boys. I'm I'm Irish. I'm mixed, but I'm Irish, and then my wife is Puerto Rican. So it's a it's a nice mix. Oh, skin skin wise, they get a little tan. They don't get the burn like me, and right. they got a little temper from the Puerto Rican side. I think, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. When his yeah. wife
0: says no, I say okay. Yes. We'll, we'll we'll be done by yes. nine. We'll be done by nine. <laughs> okay. I don't, okay, okay. I don't want any problems. <laughs> Uh, oh, you know, and then shifting to the January 6th guys, we had what, three of them in and everybody yeah. was like, Oh, don't have them in blah blah blah." Ooh, no, yeah. fuck you. I want to hear them. We had them in, you know, put up the go me, uh, a lot of other guys that we've had in people won't have them in for whatever reason. And what I've noticed is me and Rob, we'll put out water for them. <laughs> and if they don't open the, the water, cause this, you, you know, we go three, four hours sometimes if they don't open that crack of water, I'm just waiting. All right. When did they, I realized, when did they try to kill you? And somewhere along the line, and these are guys like the guy who vented the QR code, you know, uh, Epstein, not that Epstein, uh, yeah, you know, not that one, McCalla, yeah. uh, Malone, you know, when they don't, when I see somebody come in and they don't open a bottle of water, I say, Jesus Christ, they tried to kill them over what? You know, standing up for what they believe as a doctor or as a world-renowned person, and that's what they do. And I had those January sixth guys in. I didn't care, you know, because I, I because I had a federal agent in. He retired after that, and he had told me he said, "Look, I was on the outskirts, but you know, the whole thing where like they, I guess, trespassed. The agents were telling them to go in. It was like a, yeah. a setup, like go in." Even though you're not... No, it's okay to go in. You're good. Yeah. And then we're going to bury you. And I don't think people understand. And I didn't even know it until I started reading more and more about what you had put out, sir. Uh, the condition, the insane conditions that they're putting these men in. And to me, it's... Tr- I mean, I know there's like a handful that may have actually done something. But for the most part, it's like a trespassing. But what, what conditions are these men in?
1: And women, I believe. Squalid it's it's a ghoul it's gulagging it is the gulagging of your political opponents because they're dissident because they have a different world view than you and they would dare protest and or speak out against the regime people say oh you can't say that you know this is not the soviet union and blah blah blah. it's the same thing uh it is the same thing bar none i've been to the jails on multiple occasions i had two of them shut down at, at one point it is the denial of attorney-client access. It is the denial of medical care. It is the the illegal use of solitary confinement. Solitary confinement is defined as captivity in the cell for 22 hours or more a day, absent meaningful human contact. And prolonged solitary confinement is 15 plus days, 15 to a thousand days, whatever it is, anything more than 15. Prolonged solitary confinement, 15 days or more is defined as torture it's torture in new york state it's illegal it's torture via the nelson mandela rules under the united nations laws it's torture you can't do it some of these guys were left in solitary confinement for like the first nine ten eleven months they left them there in order to break them in order to force a plea from them before they went to trial before the evidence came out they put them there for the specific purpose so that they could have psychological breakdowns, wow. um, and just say, "I can't take this anymore. Give me the quickest deal out of here." Okay, I'm facing fifty years, five years. I'll take it. And they were able to do that. And uh, they're, they're for no reason,
0: sir. No, 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 like what was the reasoning for putting them in solitary confinement?
1: They used they used the pandemic as a pretext. Jesus Christ! Yeah, oh they my said. Gosh. So what they did is they put all these guys mm-hmm. in. If you were to look at the jurisprudence on the the criminal law on, on bail uh, from 1984, uh, which is the year of the Bail Reform Act, up until uh, January 5th of 2021, under the reading of that law, 99.9% of all these guys would have went home because no criminal records, not dangerous, not flight risk, model citizens, they all would have went home. But... On January 6th and then and then after that, they created a new body of case law specifically pertaining to January 6th defendants. And it's, oh, you said this on Facebook. Oh, you said this in an email. Oh, you said Trump won. Because of that, you're a danger. If we let you out, you're going to go and do something else. So in the gulag, you go. And they put them in the gulag knowing that the pandemic was going on. And we said, hey, Judge, Judge, what's going on here? You know, um, it's one thing to put these guys in, but to leave them in solitary the whole time—that's crossing the line. You're not you, the puni- The the if you're convicted of a crime, you're allowed to be punished by the judicial system. Punishment is the deprivation of your freedom. But if you've not been convicted of a crime, if you're merely a pretrial detainee, atta- you can't be punished. Never mind cruel and unusually for months at a time. So we said, judge stop the presses here this is illegal it's unconstitutional it's inhumane they're violating all these laws across the board for the purpose of getting these guys to plead. we all know what's happening here let them out oh the pandemic you know this know that so they left them in one year went by wow and during that whole year we were saying speedy trial speedy trial we need the cases to go these guys are languishing in jail and they said, Oh, because this is the biggest investigation in the history of the DOJ, we need time to <laughs> go. Trespassing <through> it. case. <laughs> yeah.
0: Glorified trespass. <laughs> so they
1: waived speedy trial for the first year. Wow. Yeah. It was just um
0: And you never and you never I haven't heard that on one I didn't know that. Yeah. I know ne- you never hear that on one news outlet. Not one. Left one, right one, middle one. You never I've never heard that. That they just skipped the bucket. They went right to. They skipped the whole. The bucket we used to call the bucket. <laughs> they went right to solitary confinement. Took their medical care, shit, all just yeah. to get them to break. The three guys we had in, nicest guys you'd ever met. They were vets, as a matter of fact. Nicest guy you meet, ruined their whole family. Had to move everything. And these were ones that just bullshit charges, like not even past the door. Just like like you said, like an email or something wild. Ruin their family with lawyers. They had to spend all their money on lawyers just to stay out.
1: Yeah, it's it's very unfortunate. A lot of these people were waved into the Capitol. So there there are a few groups of people. The two main groups are the people who were violent and are the other people who went in. So if you went in, they're really going after you. But a lot of these guys were waved in. They don't care. The juries don't care. It's a travesty. Hmm. A lot of these guys were violent. Picture you're a 50, 60 years old, 40 years old, 30 years old, No, you're a veteran, you're a fireman, you're a policeman, you have no prior history of violence, you have no, other than traffic tickets, you have no criminal history whatsoever. There are a thousand guys who match this description. 900 of them have assaults on cops. Why do they have (laughs) assaults on cops? Why? I'll tell you why. Because when a good man watches cops beat the shit out of a woman, they say, hey, cop, Stop that, otherwise, I'm going to get involved. And the cop goes, Oh, yeah, F you, bam, and drills the women or sprays the woman with the mace. The guys right. take action. Right. And these guys took action against a Tiananmen Square like crackdown on political speech at the Capitol. And because they had the audacity to defend these women, but to defend these other men who couldn't defend themselves, they're, they're, they're they have like violent, deadly weapon charges all different types of assaults on police officer charges that they could face 20 and 30 years in jail simply because they took the appropriate remedial action to stop police brutality and violence. And when you look at that through the lens of the protests that took place in 2020 and 2019, 2021, you know, the burning downs of cities, all, you know, we've seen the 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 third precinct in Minneapolis get burned to the ground. All these things happen. Oh, these are people who are angry, and because they left their houses with the intention of participating in political protests and not participating in crimes, we're going to give them a pass. Yet everybody who went to January 6th to the Capitol, with that kind of thinking in mind, they all had the book thrown at them. Again, Politics, nothing else.
0: <clears throat> Never heard that on the media either, that some of these guys were charged with helping out a woman. Oh, Never oh. heard Tell me, yeah, well, tell we, me, tell me a media station that that they put that on for more than maybe you went on and they cut you and they shot you out in thirty seconds. We got to go. Wow.
1: Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons why they why they wanted to get rid of Tucker because he spoke out about it.
0: Wow. And where does where does that guy uh, Jacob uh, Chansley? Right. Is, am I saying his name right? Where yep. where is he flowing yep. to all of this?
1: Well, um, Jacob Chansley famously known as the QAnon Shaman, uh, walked around um, alongside of photographers and Capitol Police and other people that day. They all set him up. He's walking around. He's telling people, don't break the furniture. We're we're in the people's house. I just want to take a picture. The officers are in, in the Senate chamber saying, hey, this is like the Holy of Holies in here. Just be respectful. And then he leaves and he says, ah, he t- you know, takes a picture and he goes home and his lawyer gets on TV and says, you know, um, Jacob and all Trump supporters rode the short bus. My client really doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He didn't get a great defense. And because he chose not to fight uh, because his lawyer gave him crap advice, hmm. uh, he took a very unfair plea um, and uh, wind up doing like a year in solitary. And, 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 and then a couple of years in jail, he's out now, but he should have never have had to have gone through that but because they made him the poster child in the example early on. Um, you know, he, uh, he paid the price. Very unfortunate.
0: And then who are you representing or how many are you representing or, or what what's your stake exactly in this?
1: So I've represented uh, multiple people. I went to trial on Richard Barnett's case. We didn't win. Uh, he was the guy who had his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk, um, <laughs> You know i got him out of jail when i met him uh we went to trial it didn't work out and then you know sometimes when, when when trial doesn't work out the guys who you know they turn around and they say oh well your lawyer sucks right so i'm dealing with that whole thing with him right now it's, it's unfortunate we fought our butts off we did great but you know he blew trial he's not happy and he's going to appeal his case and, and that's his right ryan nichols um i got him out after after 760 674 days of, of confinement. Wow. Decorated military veteran. PTSD was driven to suicide Watch while in solitary confinement. Got him out. We're fighting his keys.
0: Put him in there with PTSD. What the fuck?
1: Yeah. It's going to be a huge trial. We're going to trial in the beginning of November. Adam, uh, Adam Jackson, he was locked up, got him out. Daniel Goodwin got him a misdemeanor plea. Good
0: for you.
1: um But uh, I don't know I I would like to take more January 6 cases but <laughs> it's um it's it's it, it, it's a precarious situation because um you know I stood up and I spoke out when a lot of people didn't want to and a lot of people were afraid um and uh you know when you get to be the spokesman if you will on certain issues you have people who like you and you have a, a lot of people who hate you, or they want to be doing what you're doing, or they think they can do it better, whatever it is. And I've helped a lot of people. um, And a lot of people see the goodness uh, in in the work that my team and I, and the sacrifice that my family has gone through. But surprisingly, um, there has been a lot of people that I have helped who, for some reason, because I didn't do exactly what they wanted me to do during the time, um, you know, they, uh, they, they've sort of, uh, They're not not my fans anymore. And that that puts a drain on you. That puts a brain drain on you. That puts a spiritual drain on you. I get calls every day to do more of these cases. I'm praying about it. I'm thinking about it. Part of me wants to do more. Uh, Part of me says, you know, you've probably done enough. So we're going to see. I'm going to make a decision here the next month or so regarding whether or not I'm going to take any more new cases. But in between now and then, I got at least two more trials coming up. Maybe I'll take one more case, depending on who it is. But, uh, you know, we, we, we've paid a heavy toll, uh, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, um, these cases have not been easy, but the fight has been a worthwhile one and an honorable one. And that's a real honest answer.
0: Well, I, I commend you. And, and I think, <clears throat> you know, the Tate thing is one thing, but here in the U S when you go into that courtroom, you're going up against the agenda. You're going up against the agenda with endless amounts of money.
1: Yep. You sure are. (laughs) It's Biggest prosecution in the history. Think about it. All the cases, 9-11, Bin Laden, the mafia, all these things. It's the biggest investigation. And alongside of that comes a corresponding budget. I mean, they have billions and billions and billions of dollars. And we have like our little GoFundMe. But look, David needed five stones and a slingshot. Right, victory is possible. We go in there intending to win, and uh, we've gotten some wins and we've taken some losses. But that's war. You can't win all the battles.
0: And and the ones that are still held, do you see them getting released anytime soon, or do you think that they're just gonna, or do you think that they're gonna be there until someone else comes in to release them that isn't so agenda ish? which who the hell knows
1: with that you 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 gotta fight look i've gotten all my guys out all my guys congratulations thank you thank you very much but in like in ryan's case for example some of these guys i got on on the first shot we just we figured it out we got a decent judge we made the arguments and we would be able to get it out ryan's case we got denied like five times we got him out on the fifth try when you but when you're a scrappy kid from brooklyn right or from south philly And and you're like, you know, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. If you just keep on pressing, if you just keep on fighting, if you just know, I I feel it in my gut that if I just do this or do that, I can eventually get them out. You just keep on fighting until you win. And we got them out. So I would encourage um, the other lawyers out there um, to the extent that they can uh, to fight for for the release of your guys and and, and not to give up. It's not impossible. Um, We did it. Uh, you can do it, too. It's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of sacrifice. You're going to make a lot of enemies. That's what's required in this situation.
0: I can't imagine the toll that it took on you and your wife and, and your family and the people around you because you're going up against the real gangsters. You're going up against the real gangsters. This is what I'm saying. It now, you know, you got to go in there.
1: They're no, the real right.
0: gangsters. You know, if. If a guy can blatantly launder money through Ukraine, or the, in my opinion, we shouldn't even be in, you have the tape, you have the computer, you have the paperwork, you have the president on it. They know it. They don't even talk about it. Then you have the guy that I guess you're going to say is the fall guy, you know, the son, and you're going to hit him with like lying on a tax form, okay? <sharp inhale> <laughs> but yet... You're going to hit a guy like Trump, these January six guys, you know, Trump on classified documents, which they all had, or Trump with something at fucking Nordstrom's, like, like he's another one. You got a billionaire, and what, he really needs to take her into a dressing room? You, you know, things, I mean, things like that. But this guy is blatantly, you know, laundering money, taking money, dealing with other countries of all things. I mean... The gangster gangster stuff and yeah. he's going to get off with probably probation or a fine
1: handguns smoking guns yeah taking payments banging hookers all over the place i i, I mean forget it like his phone is like, <laughs> it's like forget about it and in any and it, in any other
0: situation it would be like the gold mine for a prosecutor to make a name for himself yeah. you know yeah so i can't imagine the toll but the guts and the balls that you had to fight the ones you did and continue to, that just shows what kind of man you are and lawyer that you are, because I know, you know, just as a citizen, what you're up against, and it's no joke.
1: It's, it's no joke. It, re- it really is, and I, I appreciate you saying that. But again, I do really believe that there is a guy, there is a just judge, there is a king of kings who's, who's ultimately in charge of all of these things. And I do believe, to some extent, that before I left and my soul took, you know, uh, ownership in my body, that there was an agreement that I knew to some level what I was going to do, what I was going to participate in when I came here. And I have to honor that. I want to get back up there when I see him, when my when it's my time. And I want to be able to look him in the eye and say, hey, I know I wasn't perfect, but, you know, I fought my ass off. So whatever it's worth, I hope you let me in.
0: Well, you saved those lives. Those guys you got out, you saved their lives not yeah. kidding you saved the, their lives and, and probably the people around them more than you know
1: well you know uh, you just uh we'll see the fight the, the fight abides the the fight continues no matter what and uh you know these these guys what has happened to their families it's just it's crazy and and, and the level of recruitment and radicalization a lot of these guys never would have went to the like Ryan Nichols, for instance, never yeah. went to a political protest in his life, but there was somebody who we believe was affiliated with the government that infiltrated a chat group, chat group that he was in, a chat group where he was in for the specific purpose of helping people during search and rescue missions and natural disasters. These guys were targeted because they were veterans. They were targeted because they were mobile. And they said, hey, why don't you go down to the Capitol and protect Trump supporters? Antifa is going to be there. Wear this, do that. They all got set up. And um You know, not enough people are talking about it. It's very, very sad.
0: And and another thing that a lot of people aren't talking about, and this kind of goes back to your brother's situation and and many others, all these private prisons. You have the private prisons that are making a boatload of money. Then you have Keefe, and Keefe is the commissary that has a monopoly that, you know, if you want a Raymond soup instead of six for $1.99, you're paying 89 cents per soup. So while we have all these private prisons, then privately owned commissary, then when you get out on your own probation or parole, you have, they're all private entities, even probation, you know, in some counties are private, you know, the more they put in, the more that they make. So as, as an attorney, you know, and having your brother going through that, there's your brother, he's the guy, you know she says this she says that Ah, um, blah 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 we're going to make money off of them. we're not going to go a hundred percent really look at the facts how do you deal with that and it's how do you ra- get rid of all these fucking private prisons
1: man it's 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 a racket you know when um, the correction offices when the ceos move move people around they call them bodies yep. right now how do people you got going breaking out three bodies and it's like bodies what the hell are you talking about those are human beings the whole system The whole thing is designed to dehumanize you, right? The whole thing about January 6th is that why does the law from before uh, January 6th not apply to them? Because they've created a subconstitutional class of people. You're less than everybody else because of your politics and what you believe in. Because of that, you're not American enough to the extent that the Constitution applies to you. And because you're subconstitutional, you're also subhuman. And we can stick you in jail and treat you like chattel because that's what you are. We don't view you as human. We view you as less than human. We're better than you. And because of that, you should suffer. And I'm just going to go drink my champagne tonight and forget about it because you're an animal and I don't care what happens to you.
0: Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, a couple more things, if you don't mind. I don't mind. I had... a. Uh... Uh, believe it or not, I know I don't look it, but I'm a coder by nature. So a lot of people that come in, I can get on YouTube and I don't care. I'll say it because I can, I know how to code things. So people that always get censored and get knocked off, I can get them on. So I did Uh, Robert Dowd and his mm. book was called uh cause unknown, all the deaths from COVID, blah, blah, blah. And Robert Kennedy Jr. had just forwarded the book. So I go to put them on, you know, I'm in contract with Spotify, so it has to go on there first, and then it can go on YouTube. I go to put down on YouTube, and I'm not even thinking Kennedy. This is before he announced he was going to run. It was like three days later. They striked me for just the name Robert Kennedy Jr. Now I'm going through the code, and I'm looking, because I know I shifted things for the COVID thing, so they couldn't hit me on that. But Kennedy, I'm like, I didn't even look. I didn't even think. Kennedy. He's a Democrat. Why would they give a shit? And then I realized, oh, he's in the way of Biden. And now That's you right. and now you see what they're doing to him now. And that was back in April or May. And now they're really censoring. Him. And now he went on Rogan. Uh, you know, the, he's either coming in here on Zoom or in person. But now he's speaking out. He's speaking more. He, he's making some motion. And now they're they're censoring the hell out of him.
1: It's 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 true. You know, um uh I, I'm uh if if it's just Trump has the nomination, which I certainly believe he will, I'm gonna vote for him, right? Sure. But um I love RFK. First off, he's freaking jacked. Yeah jacked. You see him doing those push ups yeah. it was like your
0: Instagram. Yeah. Can you get him? <laughs>
1: you see that you guys, like, <laughs> running the yard out there i'm like wow man this guy looks better than me I mean, it's, it's phenomenal yeah right second he's a kennedy so just on its face that's freaking awesome third he's not a member of the uniparty he's never been right we all know that mitch mcconnell and nancy pelosi have more in common with each other than than, than, than we do with them or vice versa it's the uniparty wow. it's you know it's it, it, it's one big group and we're and we're not in it right we all know that to be true and he's an outsider, like President Trump uh, was an outsider. And because of that, I like what he has to say. He was right on the vaccine. He's right on COVID. He's right on a lot of stuff. I don't agree with everything that he says, but I like him enough uh, to retweet him and to put him on my Instagram and to tell people out there they should check this guy out because he's speaking truth. And we should have... Uh, in the free marketplace of de- of ideas, and certainly uh, in, in the in the marketplace for our political candidates, we should have people out there that are speaking truth to power, and we should be able to make an informed decision on the person who's giving us as most as as much truth uh, as we can digest, and that we can agree with, not not a bunch of morons who are just lying out of their teeth and out of their ass to say whatever they can say to get elected. And it's like you just said; you hit you hit it right in the head. He's in Biden's way because of that. They're going to rub him out. And it's up to guys uh, like you and like us who may or may not vote for him to make sure that we prop him up to whatever extent that we can. But a simple fact that he's not a member of that group.
0: And, <clears throat> sir, I mean, this is America, right? Like I, I'm like Trump. Everybody, I don't understand why these bigger guys don't look at what he did. Forget about the Twitter In 24 hours, he would end the Russia-Ukraine war because he would sit them down. He's not laundering money. And he would say, hey, look, you take this, you take this, it's over. It's done. But nobody, how are you going to end it in 24 hours? Because he's going to negotiate. He's a businessman. You know, he'd end all this shit. But I like, I want to bring Kennedy's views more to light too. I'm a Trump guy as well. I'm not left, right. I'm for whatever's good. I think Trump needs back in there and, and clean this up. But Kennedy's not a, a bad choice either, or or to take a look at.
1: I agree with you hundred percent. I I think he's great. Uh, I'd love to see them, no matter what happens. I'd love to see them work together, on uh, some capacity, in some capacity, because um, they are honest. Uh, they they speak the facts. One guy speaks the truth about politics in the world that's his thing the other guy speaks the thing about the world and science that's his thing they make a good team and when you shine light into the darkness the darkness has a tendency to run like hell because bad deeds are exposed when the light shines into the dark and these two guys are a bright light in a very very dark and unfortunate situation um and because of that i support them both to to, to some extent uh if you know i know who my candidate for president right. who i'll vote for but i certainly believe that um uh, you know, if I was a Democrat, if I had to choose between RFK and Joe Biden, I mean, I mean, you, you got to have some kind of mental defect to vote for Joe Biden. It's crazy, especially when the other guy looks like that. I mean, come on. What's wrong with you? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And, and very factual based. And, and that's why I think, you know, it's good to shine light on both of them. I'm with you. Like, I know who I'm going to vote for as well. But they would be a hell of a team. If, if, and, would. and what I like about Kennedy, he's an open minded guy. He's not a, a jerk off. And what Kennedy... By Kennedy coming out, what that does is you look around at the other ones and you say, Jesus, she's, she's with them too. He's right. with them too. Because, you, you know, you start to see it all on both sides. How has, as you being an attorney and taking high-profile cases, and even before you took, you know, some other high-profile cases, uh, how has social media impacted your practice?
1: Uh, I use social media. Uh, heavy uh, in my practice. Uh, I am at McBride Law NYC across all social media platforms. And uh, it's been a, a, a huge part of, of the way that I advocate for my clients. There's been this, uh, there's this old antiquated way of thinking in law. And, and when I first started doing it, especially with regard to January 6th cases, guys were like, you're going on TV. Uh, you're on Twitter. I said, excuse me. Um, do you see what the other side is doing? Uh, you, you watch CNN, you watch MSNBC, you, you see the January 6th committee's Twitter account. Liz Cheney gets five million views saying all these all these lies about my clients. Somebody has to get out there and somebody has to fight and has to proffer a counter narrative and get the right people to back them and to retweet them and to do that. And, um, you know, so I was one of the people legally to sort of pioneer this technique. Uh, and if you don't use it, you're a fool. Uh, you have to use it because it's an information war out there. The other side is going to slander you, they're going to attack you um, online in the media. And if you don't defend yourself, but if you don't attack them back, well then you just it's like two countries are going to war, and one country has an army and the navy, and the other country's got an army, a navy, and the air force. Well, if you don't have an air force, you're shit out of luck. They're gonna bomb you to death. And that's sort of what social media is: it is the ability to type a message or to get a message out long form, short term, short, short form or or on print um, onto Twitter, onto Instagram, onto anywhere on the Internet and just bomb the crap out of your opponent. And uh, if you can get enough allies to join you in your war, you can be very effective. And so for the purposes of being able to to wage war against your enemies, uh, it's an effective thing, number one. Number two, In terms of being able to brand myself, in terms of being able to advertise, it used to be, you know, you you would use the traditional mediums to advertise, commercials, TV, TV whatever it is, uh, magazines, newspapers. I don't need to do that. I can just, you know, me and my team, we sit down, we get together, I type up a tweet, I put out a video up there. People are like, I hate this guy. Other people are like, I love this guy. And you can generate business, you can generate income, you can get your message out there. And uh, you know, win, lose, or draw, love it, hate people know who you are. So you have to use it. Uh, people who don't use it, well, you know that's your decision. I respect it, but uh, you know, I don't. I don't see how you can function in today's world without it.
0: <clears throat> I've had Roger Stone in a bunch of times and a lot of dinners with him at his house, and he's, he's the great. first to tell you a, a, any uh, publicity is good publicity. So yeah. with him, man, it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially well, when you right. dressed like him, well, no matter well,
1: what happened? He he looks like a million bucks. He
0: yeah. can hey, he can make the best. He can make good gravy though. I, me and my girl and my daughter, we went over there. He, he can cook gravy, man. Really? He, oh, oh man. shit, yeah, good, yeah. He's nut. He's nuts. He's Roger. He's Roger twenty four fucking <laughs> seven, man. Showing <laughs> showing my little daughter's Nixon tattoo on his back.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he
0: don't care, but he's got balls though. He's got balls he, too.
1: He does have balls. I respect him a lot and. What happened? They to They fucked with him. Jeez. Yes, yeah. and that's the beginning of the world we really live in. Yeah. Like when they went after him, that was the beginning of going after everybody else. Uh, when you saw the FBI show up at his door, and, you know, it's what the hell is this actually happening? And it happened to him, and then it was just like this slippery slope after that. And uh, you're gonna you know, laugh. At, actually,
0: you're gonna laugh at this. I'm gonna make you die. He came in, and uh, we did a podcast, you know, and he he sold you know pictures when the FBI was taking him out signatures. And he had made five hundred of them. After he came on, he's he had to make three thousand more, and he was bitching that he had to sign them. <laughs> so he took that, <laughs> the picture from the security camera, and ended up selling. I don't know after this podcast, like thirty five hundred of them at whatever. <laughs> Roger Stone is is Isn't free or it what? Made, what did say?
2: Roger, uh, oh my god, I Roger, <laughs> yeah, Roger Stone is free, I think or something. Yeah, just funny. Oh, Roger right? Stone did nothing wrong. Yeah, Roger Stone yeah, did that's nothing. Right. <laughs> That's
0: right. <laughs> and uh, the
1: guys, a, the guys a G. I love him.
0: He's a G. I, uh, I love him. They they tried to blow. They blew up uh, his office to say here, and there was a building right next to it, and they dropped the drum. They blew it up, and he's he's walking around with it with his camera. You know, just wild, wild man. Uh, last thing, I don't want to take too, up uh, too much of your time. Uh, young lawyers coming up that may see this and, and they like how you are. You know, smart. Let's go get it. Power what advice would you give them coming up in the field, you know, about to get it and what they're walking into to be like yourself?
1: Sure. Um, you're a young lawyer and you're coming up and you're not going to go the, uh, the white shoe, you know, I want to work for a corporate overlord route. And if that's what you want to do, um, go do it. Right. But if that's not what you want to do, if you want to be your own man and your own woman out there, um, uh, you got to believe in yourself You got to take risk. You got to come up with a plan, a definite plan of action. You got to write it down. You got to visualize it. You got to commit yourself to it. You got to get rid of all of the people in your life who don't support you, all the people in your life who weigh you down, the naysayers, the doubters, whoever they are. And if they're people you love, you just tell them, listen, whoever you are. I'll see you in a couple of years when I get to where I need to be and we can reconnect in. But right now, I can only have people around me who support my vision. And if that's you and your poodle and a bag of Doritos, then so be it, right? You start with the people around you who support your vision. That's one person or 10 people. That's great. And if that's just you, then that's just you. And that's okay, too. And then you execute a plan. You go out into the world, you believe in yourself, and you take risk. Me getting to where I am today has to do with me walking into rooms where I don't belong. I've walked into I've been walking into rooms that I don't belong in since I've been a kid. And you know, I just like to walk into rooms where I don't belong <laughs> I figure it out. And then you run in the room at some point, right? I, just the way it goes. You gotta have you gotta have guts, you gotta be a people person and you gotta have a code right? Whether it's the religious code, the code of the street, code of who you are as a man or a woman, you got to have a system of beliefs. You got to have a system of values. If people know that about you, the right people will gravitate toward you. The wrong people will flee from you. And if you stay true to yourself, and if you do the things that you love, and if you take risk and stand up for unpopular causes, no matter what the going trend is, you'll make money, you'll make a difference, and you'll be happy in the end.
0: And that could go for anything anybody does.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Real quick, I want Rob to tell uh, Mr. McBride the story that you covered with the judge. Oh, so when you Rob used to be the cameraman with the big camera.
2: Years ago, and I worked up yeah. in Pennsylvania. We had a two corrupt judges, kids for cash scheme, they called it. And uh, what they did was they would take a kid who had, um, you know, he got caught smoking cigarettes on campus grounds. And, you know, the mom would say, you know, my my kid needs to learn a lesson. He shouldn't be smoking cigarettes. The judge is like, that's right. You know, we'll put him into juvenile detention for two weeks. We'll, we'll shape him up. So two weeks turned into a month, turned into three months, turned into six months. And, you know, the parents are like, what the fuck? Like, you're smoking a <laughs> cigarette. And But they would find ways while they're in there, well, they weren't abiding by this, so they have to be punished longer. And it was all a kickback scheme because it was a private prison funded by their friend and it was just back and forth so the main judge got 37 years in in prison and the other guy got 17 but they let him out during covid so he's on house arrest for the rest of those hanging out in uh, delray beach on the intracoastal (laughs) (laughs) Is <laughs> oh, <motherfucker. laughs> Unbelievable,
0: right? <laughs> I, I wanted you to hear that because I
1: knew you'd do it "Jeez Louise!" <laughs> yeah. Mr. Well. Mc,
0: Mr. McBride, we'll have, uh, you didn't see it because it will well, look stupid, but all—all all the pop-ups, your website, your Instagram, your Twitter has been throughout the video. We'll have everything in the description and uh, give everybody the best way to get a hold of you. Uh, you're an awesome guy, man. You're so fun to talk to. Yeah. This, this is one of the funnest ones, yeah, man. Yeah,
1: I agree. Thank you. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, again, I'm McBride Law NYC across all social all social media platforms. Um, my uh, contact information is up on the website, uh, email, phone, PO box, and uh, I hope uh, when I'm down uh, in uh, South Florida in the near future. Uh, we can go grab that steak. Yeah, and, steak. Uh, I, uh, I, 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 I look forward to it.
0: Yeah, please do. Please do. And whenever you have time, you can fly in. If you get a break, I'll fly you and your wife in and back the same day. And we'll just hang out and yeah. talk and have a good time, man. You're really cool. I really appreciate your time and honor what you're doing for all these guys.
1: Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And I'm going to take you up on that.
0: Yeah, if you don't, I'll just hound you.
1: <laughs> no, I' do be like it? a psycho
0: the next thing i know i'll get harassment <laughs> charged <for some laughs> <shit. laughs> hey bless you and your wife and your family and everything really
1: thank you guys god bless you thanks for all the work you're doing you have amazing guests on here uh and I, I look forward to to your next guest as well and i look forward to seeing to seeing this uh, uh very soon
0: it will be thank you very much and, you. and looking forward to see you in person very soon and if not then another zoom
1: yeah, no, it, it, both, but uh, I'm going to be down there. Let's do it for sure. You got to work on that tan, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: brother. Thank you so much, my man. appreciate right. it. You're awesome. All right, guys. Take thank care. you.